try that again, shall we? Isn't it funny how when you go to move your phone on the tripod or the stand and then it just does that weird thing and then you accidentally close the phone? <laughs> oh my God. So not only does the phone turn itself off, but also you get a call and then all of the things are happening. It's absolutely ridiculous. So good morning, welcome to Wednesday. It is uh, not only hump day, but it is Q&A Wednesday here on the Coffee Run Live. And I am very excited to talk to you, but let's just make sure that it is working because you know, Hashtag technology and the phone and all of those stuff and things. All right, let's jump in here. All right, let me know when you're jumping on that you can hear me, please, and thank you. It is a miserable day here today. It's so rainy. Oh, thank you. I don't know who that is, but thank you. Okay, I'm assuming that that means that you can hear me. Ah, oh, yeah, okay, very good. And I can see the feed over on my desktop. Okay, cool, so, and we're back in the room. All right, so what I wanted to chat with you guys about today is a bit about copywriting. Now, I ran a module training for Bold this morning, which is a whole lot of fun. And I was talking about this in there and I thought that it would be something that would be helpful for you guys as well. To me, there are, there are about three main different ways of writing, I guess. And the first one, well, they all have, it's a bit like what you're going to wear to perhaps a job interview or what you might wear on film or what you might wear on camera and a photo shoot and, and things like that. You know, if you're going to go and step into a an event, let's say that is a black tie event, you're going to wear something that is respectful of that environment. So what I'd encourage you to think about in terms of copywriting, so copywriting is your, your blogs, your emails, your posts, everything else like that. It's kind of like each, each medium or each area that you're going to post this copy to operates a little bit differently. Now, you've got the choice, of course, on your own blog, on your own, on your own um, domain, you can write however the heck you like. And, and I would really actually strongly encourage you to really make sure that you're writing in a way that feels really great for you, right? So I find it a lot easier to write the way that I speak. So kind of conversationally, it's like, oh, hey, Jared. Um, it, it's a little bit like, oh, you know, like this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, this is what I noticed and this is a bit of the story. And, you know, then I tie in some steps usually. It's like if you want to avoid this and get that, then this is how you do that. And so for me, I find it a lot easier to write the way that I speak. I have learned over the past few years to write a little bit more formally. So we've got this, uh, to me, it's like we've got one style is all around free flowing words where you just essentially almost like do a brain dump 
into your journal or into a Word document and it just all the stuff comes out. This is generally how the ideas for me of new programs come out. It's usually the, the way that blogs come out and all of this kind of thing. Now, that's great. And if you're feeling particularly inspired, if you're feeling really on fire, if you're feeling really like just, you know, in the zone, it can be really easy to write in a way that's sort of free-flowing. Now, the thing that you want to look for when you're writing in a way that is free-flowing just make sure that there is a point to what you're doing in the way that you're writing. Hey Jess, happy Wednesday. So the thing with this is that a lot of people get caught up and you'll get a lot of feedback, you know, often uninvited around, oh, you have too many words or like, I, I wish you would have expanded on that point or whatever. Everybody is really quick to deliver feedback to you. So I want you to take the stance of, Whichever way you're writing is your writing will be as long as it needs to be in order for you to get your message out. So sometimes it'll be 400 words. Sometimes it'll be a thousand words. Sometimes it'll be 5,000 words. Sometimes it'll be 300 words. It doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong. It's just, it's, you know, like literally however long it needs to be in order for you to get your message across. Hey, Kim, good morning. So that's the first kind of style, I guess, of copywriting. Just make sure there's a point to it. Make sure there's a little bit of story in there. And it might be something that you're kind of like, right, I really need to make this point. Or maybe it's around, you know, you've just got to do these three things or who knows what that might be. But make sure there is a point and maybe some action steps in there. So that's the first sort of style of writing. And I wrote like that for years and years and years. The second style of writing I find works really well, and it's a really cool little framework that works really well. I've just got to get my little thing that tells me what that is. Oh, it's not there. Um, a framework that really works for me when I'm kind of like <sighs> feeling less inspired, or maybe I've found the words are kind of like a little bit harder to get out right? So that's where I might come back and go, okay, I need to actually come back and look at more of a framework on, on how this. So the flow of that is, you know, what is the story that you are going to tell? So you'll have your pen and paper and you'll be like, okay, what's the story that I'm going to tell? Now you've got to then identify what the problem is, right? So uh, what is the big problem that you're talking about? So it could be, for instance, I'm building out my marketing plan for Visible Live, which is going to be like a champagne supernova style event coming up in August. And I'm like, okay, so the problems that I've identified are things like uh, overwhelm, lack of consistency, lack of clarity, you know, lack of really kind of like really implementing, hey, Kylie, implementing on a consistent and clear basis and really staying on message. So I make sure that if I'm going to go and, and write a blog or a piece of more formal writing on this particular thing, then these are some problems that I can address. Uh, so lack of ideas, lack of consistency. Uh, what else did I write down? I wrote something else in here. Um... I don't know where I wrote it. Isn't that hilarious? 
Oh my gosh, I wonder where I wrote that. Maybe it's around here, because I really want, I felt like I really needed to tell you those words. Okay, um, there you go. Clear, consistent, and doable. I'm looking at my notes from my journal because it all came out of the journal today. <laughs> so if I was writing a more formal piece of writing, I've got to make sure that I'm giving people a way of being able to fix that. So for me, this is, generally speaking, this is where if I'm feeling like, oh, I don't really feel like I can write a blog today, blah, 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 I'll kind of revert back to something that's a bit more framework-like so that it enables me to go, oh, yep, I can do that and I can follow the flow. So we start with a story and you've got to know the problem. You've also got to talk about why it's imperative for your people to do something about this. Now, we all know, like if we look at my world, that if you're not visible, you're invisible. And when you're invisible, no one can find you. So we've got to be getting you out there, right? So it's so critically important because there are other people out there who are getting the jump on you, who are putting themselves out there, throwing themselves out there and being seen, being visible in all of the places. So if you're not doing something about it, you're likely to fade into the background and become forgotten. And then you end up in one of those statistics, which is like, I think only like 95% of business owners are gone in the first two years. And of that remaining 5%, half of them are gone in the first, in the next five, like in that first five years that they start out. So if you don't want to become another statistic, you've got to be visible. So that's the kind of thing that I would say in there. And then you've got to step them through, and this is where having your, your pencil and paper is, is necessary, give them some things to do. All right, so the first thing you can do is this, the next thing you can do is this, and then the third thing that you can do is this, and then, you know, off you go. So I find that if I've got a way of being able to essentially leverage myself and if you've ever felt stuck or had writer's block or anything like this, then it's a much easier way of going, all right, well, I don't feel like I can free flow at all today. I'm just going to go and rely on the framework. Now, if all you're ever doing is relying on the framework, then that's fine. You don't have to free flow writing. And if all you're doing is free flow writing, you don't have to revert back to the framework. What I'd have a look at doing, though, is having a, having a play and testing what your audience responds to and checking out the blend perhaps of, the, of them both together. Hey, Tamara, because when you're blending it, it's almost like, it's almost like it kind of rounds it off. I, I, like I want to say it almost like matures your, your writing. Now, if you're looking at at wanting to, again, like if you're wanting to cut through the noise and if you're wanting to really establish your credibility, then doing things in a in a bit of a hybrid way or maybe one day it's like free-flowing and then the next day it's more framework and then the next day it's more of a hybrid, then it shows that you're versatile. So we were watching The Voice last night, you know, as you do, watching the knockout rounds. And one of the people um, that got through was, and I can't remember who it was, but one of the comments from the judges was, you know, it shows that this was obviously a stretch for you, but it shows that you're really versatile. And I was like, oh, that's really good, right? So another another example of versatility, I'm going to, I'm going on the Today Show on Friday, it's been confirmed, which is very exciting, Today Extra, sorry. 
Um, super excited about that. And, and I guess where the versatility comes in is like I'm talking about why social media is your new resume. And this is appropriate and relevant whether you're in business, whether you're looking for prospects, whether you are looking at getting a job, whether you are looking at getting a promotion within an organization. So in terms of versatility, it, like what you're looking for, and I guess what, what my stuff has shown is that it can be adapted into different environments. So if you can show that you're able to be versatile in the way that you write, it shows without saying to your audience, I am very versatile and what I can say and what I can show and what I can teach you and deliver can be applied to many different things. You know, you let your writing and, and the way that you're disseminating your message show that for you. So I would have a look at those two ways of writing. So the free flow and then more of a framework. The other thing that's really cool about this, I guess, in terms of in terms of copywriting, is that these same things can also be translated into the way that you do your Facebook lives, right? These same things can be translated into your video blogs. These these same ways of of having a look at, or sorry, of getting your content ready before you turn on, before you go live, before you press play, before you do whatever, before you not press play, before you press, you know, go live, that big blue button on the side. Before you hit that, if you've got these ready, uh, then it's going to support you in the way that you can disseminate your information. Kim, the Today Show, yay, yay, I know, it's so exciting. So exciting, I fly out to Sydney tomorrow and I'll be in studio Friday morning. I can't remember what time I go live, but it is in the morning, which is very exciting. So that's that. Um, so that was a copywriting question all answered for you. If you have any questions about that, let me know. I trust that that's helpful. Um, the other thing that you can do just as another way of kind of like rounding out and maturing and making things just like that, that little bit more robust perhaps is to have some data handy. So some statistics can be helpful. Like I mentioned that 95% of businesses go under in the first two years. Um, according to the Bureau of Statistics. Um, another thing that you could demonstrate, it just shows that you're, that you're knowledgeable, right? It shows that you know your stuff. So sometimes that problem doesn't necessarily have to be a problem that your niche is experiencing specifically right now, but it could be a collective problem. Uh, for example, and this is totally made up, like if, if you're a health coach, you might say that um the population is is a the population of the world in general is weighing 10 kilos more than what they were 10 years ago right i totally made that up don't quote me on that that is not true i literally made it up um you might talk about the fact that you know the i don't know i was going to talk about global warming but i don't really even want to get into that debate um you get the point, right? Having some statistics, can't even say that word, having some stats to back up what you're saying just helps helps people. It's like an unconscious trigger. It just helps them to go, oh yeah, this person knows their stuff. You don't have to have done the, the data collection in terms of going and researching 2,000 people. Find the information on the internet, go to the Googles, and then just be have a document perhaps where you've got those stats ready and, and on hand. So that if somebody says, oh, that thing that you said about 70% of employers 
will go and look at someone's social media before um, offering them an interview, I can say, oh yeah, this is where I found that. So that's what you need to do, all right? So most of all, have fun with that. Jess, I nerd out on Facebook stats all the time. I know it is the best. It is just, it's. I find it, I find it kind of, um, I get a little pissy about it to start with because I'm like, Ugh, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to go and quote stats, but I think it's from an unconscious, um, it helps people to trust us, right? Statistics and data help people to trust us. So if we can shortcut that and what we know, here's another statistic for you, um, people need to be exposed to you and, and hear your message consistently generally between seven and 10 times before they'll make a buying decision from you. So if you can get that seven to 10 touch points done and an experience of you in a shorter time frame, then they're more likely to buy earlier on, right? So if we know that and if we can use your content to help facilitate that, and, and particularly people who are if, like in your market, you might have people who are really interested in case studies and data and stuff like that. Other people are going to love the stories. Other people are going to really want to feel like you've got a, a, a really worldly kind of experience that, that so that they can feel, again, so they can feel like they can trust you and rely on you. And for as much as you know, one can determine on the internet that you're going to follow through with what you say, that's what, they, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for someone that they can believe in, that they can believe, and who when, when you guys make claims about these are the three steps that you need to do right now, they're like, oh yeah, cool, that makes complete sense. Of course, that's what we're going to do. And then they're more likely to go take those steps and action what it is that they've learned from you. So there you go. Alrighty, if you have any other questions, let me know and I would really love to answer them for you. We are going to go live earlier tomorrow because um, I will be flying to Sydney for the Today Show um, and Friday will also be earlier because I will still be in Sydney. So I will keep you guys up to date with all of the goings on, which will be all lots and lots of fun. Meanwhile, go and have a crack at this copywriting uh, shindig. You know, it, it, it takes practice, right? Be prepared and be okay with the fact that you may not feel like all of the words start to flow and all of the words come out as fast as what you might like, it's a learning process. It's a practicing process and it's also a refining process, all right? So get out there, go help some people, have fun doing it, be visible, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have fun, bye.